crystal ball buying and crystal ball selling we're looking at stock and analyzing the market is it a good time to sell now is it a good time to buy now we're going to talk about it we're going to uh, talk about stock stay tuned Good morning. Good morning. How are you on and this rainy. stormy winter morning? It is, you know what? It's good for the grass. It's good for the trees. But, geez, there's plenty of rain around this morning. I'm good. How are you going? Yeah, I'm great. I'm safe and dry in the, in the green room. So I made it out of the storm. But um, it's a bit of a storm out there in the marketplace no stock everyone's freaking out people are trying to get their crystal ball saying do we buy do we sell or do we wait and everyone's scratching everyone's going oh you know do we um yeah it's just it's plenty of questions out there plenty of questions out there from people but stock is a real telltale hey like the amount of properties for sale on the market when that goes down or when that goes up, that starts telling a tale. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's a bigger, it's a just as big uh, like measurement or, um, you know, tool that we follow as much as, you know, sold prices because they're so directly, you know, linked, obviously. The, um, yes, it's a really interesting one, which, um, you know, we follow very closely and um, it's slowly changing. And interestingly, you know, I think the buyers are saying the same things at our open homes as well. And it's a bit of a myth for people. People think when prices go up, it's really good for agents. Uh, when prices go down, it's really um, bad for agents. Believe it or not, for real estate agents, um, it doesn't really change whether the the, um, the prices are up or the price the prices are high or the prices are low. It's all about the volume. So we can have a market where you know units and houses are cheap, selling for cheap, not good prices, but we're selling a lot of them. That's great for business. But then we can have a market where there's houses are selling for an absolute fortune and so are units and then agents are actually scratching and it's not good for business because there's not a lot of volume out there so it does it's sort of it's detached um from the amount of properties on the market when you start talking about volume sometimes it's just a high volume market or a low volume market um what do you reckon about about the stock at the moment billy and how do you think that's influencing prices well, I reckon before what are the, we get what are the numbers before we get to the to the to the crux of it, um, we've got to give people the context because if unless you've been in the industry twenty years uh, and you've seen the cycles, it's really hard to put into context what we're actually dealing with here. So, talk us through, Mark. What does a a balanced market look like? Normal stock levels on the northern beaches, and then and then let's bring it back to where we're at at the moment. What I also find interesting while we're talking about a balanced market is nobody reports on this number. For some reason, everyone talks about auction clearance rates as the one and only metric on measuring the property market. I actually think 
stock levels is just as important um, in the market in your area. And I also think days on market, you know, from when it first when it's first advertised to when it's actually sold, they're the three metrics that I'd be following if I was trying to um, crystal ball the shit out of the market. Um, yeah. So back back to your question, what was that again, Billy? What does normal stock levels look like on the northern beaches for the last twenty years? Okay, so for people in, in other states and for people outside of the northern beaches, we're going to use a metric that we know. Um, so high-level stuff, we've got about uh, 105,000 properties on the northern beaches. Yep. At any, at any one time for sale out of those 105,000 properties, um, they get advertised when they're for sale. Generally, the place that they're advertised the most in our particular region, different regions, yep. some regions are more domain.com.au, some regions are more realestate.com.au. Um, our region's more realestate.com.au. Now, in our region, if we see 1,200 properties on the market, units, houses, townhouses, and everything, that's a shitload of stock. If we see uh, 480, um, that's really, really low in stock. As a matter of fact, normally through that Christmas period, when people take their, uh, don't sell, um, you know, that sort of 20, that 15th of December through to the 15th of January, that's when yep. we see stock historically low and the lowest we normally see it is around 550. Um, every year it'll go down to 550 and you go, wow, that's a really, really low stock market. So to bring it back um, as to what like this, like today's numbers are, we're sitting at about 535 properties on realestate.com. Now, as Mark mentioned, that's not a true indication of how many properties are there because you've got off-market, pre-market opportunities that don't launch out straight away and domain. But it's a really good measure, particularly in our core area, because that's the number one portal that people are launching out to. Um, so you've almost you almost sort of named that as a 20-year low, right? Yeah, well, look, as long as realestate.com has been around, um, which has got to be around 20 to 25 years, absolutely. Which is scary because I think people people, are, people know we're in a low-stock environment, but they are saying at the open homes they feel like there's a little bit more coming on. And they feel like over the last four, four to eight weeks, we've been told um, that the heat in certain price points is not quite as intense as it was because they're feeling there's an extra one or two properties in their price range just trickling through. Yeah, people are getting comfortable. I think people now are, are comfortable with um, the change in the rates. And I, when it first happens, it, it, everyone was in shock and awe. So I think everyone just froze up a little bit. But I think at the yeah. moment, it's pretty clear that there's essential purchases that have to happen, um, essential sales that have to happen, and they will always happen. Um, so those stock, you know, those types of properties, units and houses will all come onto the market because they've just got to be sold or you just need to purchase because you can. You've got the ability or you need it for your family. Um, so, yeah, that's. I think now we're starting to see a really nice balance in the market. 
It's interesting though, because I was like, I was in Colorado yesterday, talking with some uh, prospective clients, and we were talking about like in their price point, there's two houses on the market for sale in Colorado, only two, and you know, it's it's hard to kind of get, um, it's hard to try and sort of put that into context for people when they're so used to, um, you know, not not sort of actively looking and selling over the course of months but it's 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 incredibly low um and spring we may see a little bit more but as you're saying people are comfortable with the uncomfortable even the fact that the rates the interest rates everyone's talking about the mortgage cliff uh technically we're halfway through that mortgage cliff this year um that everyone's talking about so there was a there was the majority of of fixed term interest rates we're going to be uh, finishing this year and we're halfway through them. So people were saying that um, the, that sellers were going to just dump their property because they couldn't afford their new interest rate. But we haven't quite seen that. Yeah, true. But I think that's a really good a really good um, couple of points to look at um, with, with your crystal ball um, rates. Where are they going and, and what does that look like until between now and then? Um, what is what does days on market look like? What does stock levels look like? And and ultimately, you know, what have sale prices done as a medium value across suburbs you're looking at? I think that's the really the best sort of metric to use um, without you know getting getting caught up in all the media. So that's the first half of the, of the year over. What do you reckon about the next half of the year, Billy Bob, the old man in a young man's body? <laughs> I got told the other day that I was. Um, very wise for my age. I thought, oh, that's a lovely compliment. Um, Lisa's got a few comments here. We don't um, envisage an oversupply of stock, guys. Um, buy, buy, buy. Get keen. Luke, I, I love Luke's little um, little opportunities on Insta. He keeps throwing out there. Really cool. We need some Northern Beaches one, Luke's. Please uh, send us some send some of those some our way. And uh, the mood, the movie cinemas are full. It was ridiculous yesterday. I actually did go to the movies. My prediction would be, in line with what Lisa's saying, I think we'll see a little bit more stock coming on. Seasonally adjusted, there always is. However, I don't think we're going to see it flood in as much as people might think where it's going to necessarily change prices or the market altogether. I think we're sort of slowly finding our new version of normal. Um, are we in a bubble? Hundred percent, we are. It was interesting. Off air, we were talking about everyone's in Europe. I said, I think that's just the, the northern beaches that are in Europe. I, I can't imagine that's the whole of Sydney. And I'd love to hear any out of area people, um, you know, p particularly agents, if they can report on what they're finding. Um, definitely think we're in a bubble. I know um, Tom Panos does a lot of a lot of. Um western suburbs and tom's reporting that there's he's starting to see a lot of his posts are the prices are not good prices are not good uh market is changing um but i just like lisa's comment about the movie cinemas um you look around you drive past the restaurants uh you hear of people overseas um i think people who are who are relatively calm are sitting quiet and then the people who are sort of but I think selling newspapers is uh, is 
what is it, what's that? If it bleeds, it reads. So a lot of newspapers are reporting, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out for Taylor Swift. You can't get your hands on tickets. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's really interesting. Well, I, well, look at that. I went to the um, the FIFA World Cup, uh, Australia versus Ireland. Uh, 75,000 people. Tickets are not cheap. Full, full stadium. I don't know. It's yeah, it's really um, it's a really I think mixed signals out there, but you can definitely get caught up in the media. You can definitely get caught up in, um, as you say, those those real punchy headlines that uh, catch your eye. Obviously, that's what they're meant to do. Uh, but I think if you're on the ground and you're buying or selling in the next six months, um, bring it back to those metrics. If you need advice around any of those numbers, have a chat with us and. Um, I think that really that's the sensible approach. Don't get caught up in the um, in the storm. So, in summary, more stock, better buying. More stock, it's got to equal better buying. Um, but don't worry, sellers. I don't think it's going to change your prices. If anything, take advantage of the low stock environment whilst we've got it. That would be my advice. If you're going to sell in the next twelve months, sell now. Sell in isolation, not competition. It can um, it can only help you help your situation. Boom. See ya.